This Sunday, I wrote an article called The Crucifixion of the Original Judeo-Christians. Right about the same time I was writing the article, a U.S. Air Force service member named Aaron Bushnell burned himself to death in front of the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C. Bushnell answered the question, what can you possibly say that's strong enough to match the reality? At some point, words like genocide and holocaust lose their edge, and there's nothing left you can say. I'm going to dedicate this essay to Aaron Bushnell and the other martyrs of the Palestinian resistance, who said it better than I ever could. The Crucifixion of the Original Judeo-Christians by Kevin Barrett for American Free Press. Eastern European Jews like Benjamin Milikowski, better known under his political stage name Bibi Netanyahu, are waging a war of extermination against the people of Palestine. And it didn't start on October 7th. Genocide, for the Milikowskis, is a multi-generational family business. Bibi's father, the Polish Jew Ben Zion Milikowski, and his grandfather, Nathan Milikowski, have been plotting to murder and expel the Palestinian people from their ancient homeland for more than a century. The majority of Palestinians are Muslim, while a minority are Christian. A few generations ago, there were Jewish Palestinians too. They, like their Christian and Muslim neighbors, had lived in Palestine since time immemorial. Like their neighbors, they spoke Arabic and followed local customs. They had virtually nothing in common other than their nominal religion with the invading Poles and Ukrainians. While teaching at the University of Wisconsin in the 1990s, I got to know one of those Palestinian Jews. His parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, and so on had been Jewish Palestinians for countless generations, presumably stretching back more than 2,000 years. In other words, he was very likely a direct descendant of Abraham, Moses, and the family of Jesus, the ancient people of Palestine. But by the time I met him, my Jewish-Palestinian friend, despite his 100% kosher ancestry, was no longer religiously Jewish. His entire extended family of Palestinian Jews had converted to Islam in a Palestinian refugee camp in Jordan. He told me that his grandparents and parents had been Arabic-speaking Jews living peacefully amidst their Muslim and Christian neighbors in a Palestinian village that was targeted by the Zionist genocidaires during the mass exterminations of the 1948 Nakba, the original Palestinian Holocaust. Like their neighbors, his family members fled for their lives. Many were killed. The survivors, who had to trek on foot hundreds of kilometers across arid land while being intermittently strafed from the air by Zionist aircraft, wound up in a refugee camp. It was there that the family leaders discussed with the newly proclaimed Jewish state led them to renounce Judaism and embrace Islam. The native Jews of Palestine, like my friend, were Arabs, meaning they spoke Arabic and shared the local Arab culture. The Zionists exterminated this ancient community. Some survivors, like my friend, converted to Islam or Christianity, while others, 
mostly wealthier urban folks, joined the Polish-Ukrainian invaders and abandoned their ancient culture. Today, the ancient Palestinian Jewish community is gone. The sad story of the annihilation of the Jewish Palestinians illustrates an important point. The Zionist invasion of Palestine, led by Poles and Ukrainians, was not just an attack on Muslims, as Western mainstream media usually depict it. It was an attack on Jews and Christians as well. What's more, the Palestinian Jews, Christians, and yes, even the Muslims, are very likely the original Judeo-Christians. The ancient Hebrews, who handed down the biblical tales of Abraham, Jacob, and Moses, lived in ancient Palestine. The vast majority of the population consisted of peasant farmers. There is no evidence that they ever left. The legend of the purported exodus after the Roman destruction of the Second Temple in 70 CE has been shown by historians and archaeologists to be complete nonsense, as explained in Shlomo Sands' The Invention of the Jewish People. So, if the ancient Hebrews of Palestine didn't leave in 70 CE, what happened to them? They stayed on their land and kept farming. Most of them gradually, over many dozens of generations, converted to Christianity and Islam. Those who didn't, like my Jewish-Palestinian friend's family, had their identities and histories erased in 1948 by the Polish-Ukrainian invaders. These simple historical facts shed an uncomplimentary light on the Zionist project. Far from being an effort by Jews to regain their ancient homeland, the creation and expansion of Israel has been a genocidal war led by Eastern Europeans on the original Judeo-Christians, the descendants of Abraham, Moses, and the family of Jesus. Today, the babies being maimed and murdered by Zionist bombs are multi-generational grandchildren of Abraham and Moses and the multi-generational grandnieces and grandnephews of Jesus. The suffering, screaming mothers of those martyred Palestinian children are the descendants of the family of Mary. As I write this in late February 2024, the Zionists have murdered almost 30,000 original Judeo-Christians since October, most of them women and children crushed beneath the rubble of buildings. Their slow, agonizing deaths resemble crucifixions, which, quote, lead to death by suffocation and exhaustion. The shoulders have to support the weight of the body, and it gets progressively harder to take a breath, according to Wikipedia. Like crucifixion, the weight of rubble kills by slow suffocation and exhaustion. The whole world is increasingly horrified by the crucifixion of the Palestinians, the original Judeo-Christians. Why is the United States alone vetoing UN ceasefire resolutions?